Welcome. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. I host a weekly radio show that gets turned into this podcast, the one you're listening to right now. If you're an early riser, you can listen live every Monday starting at 7 a.m. on WPRK 91.5 FM. It also streams on WPRK.org, or you can subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Regardless of where you listen, the show is about people from the Orlando area who are doing something neat. Neat is Robin Hoffman's middle name. Actually, it isn't, but it should be. Or another word that means neat, as well as extremely busy and helping a lot of people with the work that she does. Is there a word for that? Let's call that word Robin Hoffman, which might be her middle name. So maybe Robin, Robin, Hoffman, Hoffman. For more on Robin and all the other guests, please visit toacertaindegree.com. And now, on with the show. Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Good morning. My name is Nick. I'm happy to be here as I am every week. Oh, sorry. Jessica Hernandez and the Deltas, No Place Left to Hide, from their album Secret Evil, which uh, I guess the song name is appropriate. The album name is not because of my very special guest this week. Robin Hoffman is here. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Thanks I for tried to tie me. that all together. How do you know I'm not secretly evil? <laughs> I'm kind of just looking off into the <laughs> distance right now. I am not sure about that. I guess we'll find out as we get to know each other, as I get to know you a little bit better. So, Robin, I was on chat with me yes. a couple of months ago, maybe? Has it been that long already? It has been. It was a delightful wow. experience. So that is Good. your facebook live show that you do twice a week and great. we will talk about that we will talk about bake with me we will talk about uh laughs live we'll talk about all of the things that you're doing but first i have to get to know you a little bit better awesome because i don't know you that well you don't what do you want to know about Robin? Uh, i want to know if that mic can get a little bit closer to you first of all because i want people to hear you i want people to have the robin hoffman experience <laughs> which may be the next project that you're working on uh no we're gonna play a game Okay. Okay. So instead of saying, it's sort of like a, uh, a word association game, but instead of saying yes or no, up or down, or the first thing that comes to mind, you're going to okay. say bread or butter. So bread, if you're for something, bread, if you're like, yeah, thumbs up. Okay. And butter, thumbs down. Bread is wonderful, especially gluten-free bread. Okay. I was going to say, it has to be gluten-free. I, I understand that. And we'll okay. talk about that a little bit more. And that's why I chose this particular okay. uh, game topic. So bread's good. Bread's good. Butter's not good. Butter, I understand, requires a lot of churning. And I don't know about you, fully against churning. Really? Yeah, because I feel like when you're churning, like emotionally churning, mentally churning spiritually churning so the word churning just means something it just turns me off yeah okay. so a food that is churned i feel like make will make me churn and nobody wants that now i said churn so much so many times it's a weird word it like, doesn't churn, make any churn, sense churn. to me okay. anymore so it's just like that bird song <laughs> churn, churn, churn 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 yeah okay are you ready i am so ready bread or butter thanksgiving 
Oh my goodness, bread, 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 bread. Do you like Thanksgiving? I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. Is it a big family one for you? It is. So everybody comes back. Do you like guilt them into it or of course, do you bribe them? Of course, I'm Jewish, them? Nick. I guilt everybody into everything. Okay, great. Yeah. I wasn't sure because some people <laughs> might bribe. I don't know, but guilt seems to no, be... No, guilt is my way. Yeah, and it's also cheaper that way. Yes. Yeah, than quicker. bribing. <laughs> cheaper and quicker. You get a better, quicker response. What do you typically make for Thanksgiving? Is it the turkey and the whole nine? But yes. so I'd imagine stuffing is gluten-free as well. Stuff, yes. Everything I make for Thanksgiving in my household is yep. gluten-free. So I have to use a gluten-free stuffing, um, which is usually made from like a corn or cornbread type mm -hmm. type thing. Or I just make it um, from a nice little kit that they sell at Trader Joe's. Little plug there for Trader Joe's. Um, Thank you, tastes, Trader Joe's. I know you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> it tastes exactly like stovetop stuffing. And I'm just one of those nerds from like childhood that I loved stovetop stuffing. So when I had to go gluten free, I was like, no, I can't have it anymore. But then Trader Joe's hooked me up with a gluten free stuffing. That it is tastes delicious. just like it. Tastes just like it. It's so easy to make, just like stovetop. And what about for dessert? What don't I make for dessert? Okay. That is an easier question. All right. I make pumpkin pie, pecan pie, I do apple cake, apple pie, I make carrot cake sometimes, I do muffins, everything. Now, I asked that knowing what you made because you brought a sample of each one for me this yes. morning. And how did you like it? Which was so kind. Right? Oh, my gosh. Little thing so, I whipped up this morning before so I got good. here. So good. Just really quick. It's all fresh out of the oven. Thank you so much for that. Just something to consider for next time. Maybe okay, bringing some. You. If you're going to talk about all this food, yes. maybe bringing some with you. Okay, let's move on. Self-driving cars, bread or butter? Butter. Why is that? Scary. I'm, I'm sort of, okay, I'm not going to say I'm a control freak, but I do enjoy like a little bit of control. control and, and not it, giving it up to a computer. Not giving it up to a computer. It's okay. hard enough sometimes being a passenger in a car for me. Sure. So to just let a car make my decisions for me? Mm -mm. So is it because it hasn't been out there and tested for a few years or you're just like even after it's been tested yeah, and it's been Yeah, it's a Robin safe? thing. It's not a tested okay. thing. Yeah. Got it. All right. So we're going to keep you away from any kind of AIs. That's good to know. Uh, from a baking and an eating perspective, I don't know if you heard about these, the Cosmic Crisp Apples. No, but it sounds like I need to. This is the new... So what I didn't realize was anytime they're introducing uh, new fruit, especially apples, it takes about 20 years. So they've what? been working on this. So people, the scientists up at the... I think it was the University of Washington have been working okay. on this for a while. And then they get it to the orchards. And then the orchards have to grow the trees for 10 years. Wow. Before they can really start producing. This is so a cosmic experience. We like. should be starting to mm -hmm. see them coming up here soon. The reason they're called Cosmic Crisp is because they're like a bright red with yellow dots. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. So something you're interested in. Do you like apples? I love apples, okay. all kinds. And you can use different kinds of apples for different kinds of baking. Yep. So usually you want something a little more tart when you're going to bake oh, it. Oh, these are going to be super sweet, I think. So, if, yeah. So these will mainly be for just eating as apples yeah. or throwing. Ooh, those don't waste your apples throwing. Uses. Chop we'll those throw people who might them need with some peanut butter. <laughs> somebody who might need an apple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that not how you deliver apples to people? Um, no, Nick, but I, I'm oh. so excited to know that that's how you do it so huh. that I can sort of, you know, <laughs> not hide when you have apples. apples. <laughs> yeah. 
not ever ask for apples. That makes sense. Uh, you grew up in Florida? I did not, actually. Well, I did partially. I'm, yeah. I'm lying to you now. Okay, um, great. That's a, we're grew, off to a good start. I grew up in Long Island in New York. Okay. And then when I was 10, we moved here to Florida. So I still consider myself a little bit of a New Yorker. I go back quite often. Yeah. As soon as I go back, I start talking like them. And, I, you know, we have coffee. We don't have coffee like we have here. So, you know. Sure. And it was uh, in the interior of the state that you moved to. Was it Deltona-ish? Yes. Yeah. How'd you know that? I just know Are things. You, n- wait, ha- Nick, how did you know that? There's there's this thing now called the internet <laughs> that you could look up and instantly find. Did you Google me? Embarrassing things <laughs> about people. No, what I wanted to ask about, so from Long Island, moved to Deltona. Yes. How do you feel about the beach, bread or butter? <gasps> At night, bread during the day, butter. Okay. So nothing about the beach that makes it the beach is the stuff that you like. So the sun. The sun, no. The sun and I don't get along. <laughs> I've had skin cancer a couple of times. Oh, so okay. I get, um, yeah, a little afraid Got of it. the sun. So, so nighttime, nighttime is the right time. Oh, I love the sound of the waves and the smell of the sand and the beach and the salt water. I just love it. So I wish I could enjoy it in the sun, but it just stresses me out too much. So, so if we just had a sound and smell machine for you. Yeah, I, I could dig it. We could do that. Okay, well, we'll talk about bad business ideas next hour. <laughs> And do a little bit of that. Uh, so this was a recent statistic. I wanted to see how you felt about this. 17 teaspoons of added sugar daily. That's what the average American consumes, according to a new study. Yikes. So over and above what your daily dose is. Uh, is that bread or butter for you? That's butter. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you have a sweet tooth. You bake a lot. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny you said that. I don't. Oh, you don't? I love to bake for other people. Okay. I can bake all day long and not eat any of it. It doesn't tempt me, but put a bag of salt and vinegar chips in front of me and I will destroy it. So I'm a very salty eater, not, not a sweet eater. Um, there, there's people, sorry guys who are listening and, and enjoy baked goods, but there's lots of times I wind up throwing stuff out because, my kids are just kind of tired of it. <laughs> it's like it just doesn't get eaten. Um, yeah, it doesn't interest me. Got it. So I know from a, uh, a gluten-free perspective, so yes. you're looking at baking stuff that way. Do you also look at other ways to make things a little more healthy, a little less sugar in it, absolutely. even though you don't like it or you don't eat, consume as much? Yes, absolutely. And that's part of my show that we can talk about um, yeah. whenever you're ready. Um, because part of the show is bringing in people with disabilities. So sometimes I bake toward their disability. Okay. If I have somebody who's diabetic, well, then I'll bake something without sugar. Or if I have um, somebody with a need of to not have certain substances in their you know, baked goods, then we bake something geared toward their disability. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, we will t- let's learn a little bit more about you with the important questions like this one. Bread or butter, doorbell cameras. Bread all day long. Bread, bread, bread. Do you have one? I have one. And I got the newest version because the old one just wasn't good enough for me anymore. Did you go through an experience where you got kind of addicted to any time it went off or any time it was saying somebody was there, you were looking at it? I did. So I had to like tone down like how far the reach was (laughs) because it was just too much. And I was like, ooh, all this is going on in the neighborhood. It's kind of cool. But yeah, no, I love it. And it's so nice to be able to answer the door, especially because I have dogs and I have one particularly that barks and barks and barks when somebody's at the door. So if I change up the doorbell, she doesn't recognize 
the sound right away. So oh, I, it okay. kind of lasts a little longer without her barking. And I can answer it, you know, from the bathroom. Doesn't everybody do that? That is my understanding, yes. yes. So my next question, bread or butter, then, is taking your phone in the bathroom. Um. Well, Nick. There's no shame on there's this There's no show. shame? No shame. This is okay. a shame-free well, zone. Well, total bread, because I take my phone everywhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I think most people do. And sometimes, what else am I going to do when you're sitting there for longer periods of time? Right. I need I need to Facebook. I need right. to you, there's so many Google things you have to random catch up things on. that pop it's in my head. It's a very productive time. I hope nobody ever goes through my search history. That would be really bizarre. I mean, only <laughs> Google has access to it, and I'm sure they're not doing anything with it, okay. selling it to anyone. I feel better now. Thanks, Google. Big time sponsor, <laughs> eventually, I'm sure. Uh, crowd share scooters. Going back to technology for a second, we have crowd share bikes. Now, I was just in Tampa this past weekend. I saw the crowd share scooters, which I think were pretty fun. How do you feel about those? Bread, for sure. That's so awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. What a great way to get around without having to drive now, your car. Would you jump on park. one of those? Jump on it? No. You slowly, slowly step into it. Step into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Very cautious. I don't really jump on anything. Approach to crowdshare scooters. Good. All right. How about cursive? The writing style, not the band. Bread. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I think it's a shame that we don't teach our kids. I mean, I personally taught my own kids so that mm. they would learn, uh, because as it started disappearing, as they stopped teaching it. One of my daughters uh, entered a classroom, and the teacher had written on the board, and she came home and said. Mom, I didn't understand what she wrote. And I said, oh, is it your eyesight? Do you need to get closer? She's like, no, no, no. The letters she wrote, they were all like touching and they didn't, whatever. So it was like for her, it was some Egyptian language that she never even. So I was like, oh, my goodness, you don't know how to write, you know, read cursive. It just it never occurred to me until then. So I sat her down that night and taught her how to we're write cursive because I did yeah. not realize that they weren't learning it in school. And Very then nice. the teacher was writing it on the board and she had no idea what it was. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So now they all know, but their friends don't know. Their friends don't know. So now they can discuss amongst themselves in a secret language. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Always. And kids now don't have like a real signature. Yeah. Because they don't know cursive. So they just print their names. It's so bizarre. Full sale. Let's talk about that for a second. You're yes. out there. You're going to be recording Bake With Me, which is your yes. uh, baking show, which I think is what kind of kicked everything off, right? Absolutely. This was the first of your shows. We'll talk about Chat With Me. We'll talk about Laugh Live uh, in a little bit. But uh, Full sale. I'm assuming you're building your set out there uh, for Bake With Me. Now it's going to be close to where they do the professional wrestling. So I'm assuming there's going to be some crossover <laughs> there. So bread or butter, professional wrestling? Bread. Yeah. My, I grew up with, a, <clears throat> with my grandparents loving wrestling. And to them, if you even tried to tell them that it was not real, they went off the rails. So to them, it was very real. It was very intense. They had their nights with their wrestling. And it was just, it was amazing. Because I would get hard candies because mm -hmm. that's what... You that's know, what grandparents that's have. That's what grandparents sure. have. And we would watch wrestling and they would get so into it and so excited. It was the most animated I ever saw them was when they were watching <laughs> wrestling. That reminds me a little bit of uh, my grandparents. Um, they, for the most part, uh, English was like their third language because they moved to Montreal first and then came down here uh, to Florida. But they would only watch reruns. 
like even of a show that they like, they wouldn't watch it. The new episodes, they would only watch it in reruns. That's hilarious. So yeah, so um, watching those types of shows, whether it was Beverly Hillbillies or uh, Andy Griffith's show, or later on MacGyver, that Ugh. was the one yeah. that my grandparents were like so into. It yeah. was completely real. You could absolutely make uh, a bomb, make a bomb out a... of lemons yep. and. Rubber bands and paper clips. Yeah. Paper clips. That's yeah. the one. He always yeah. had a paper clip. Always on him. with the paper clips. Well, that's what held his mullet back, I think. <laughs> All right. A couple more questions. Uh, tiny houses. Ooh. Bread or butter? Well, can I answer bread for other people, butter sure. for me? Yeah. So I think tiny houses are a great, great invention. I think it's wonderful. You can put a lot of people in a small area and people can have everything they need. But I am too claustrophobic for a tiny house and I collect stuff. So for me, it just wouldn't work. I need a lot of storage. I need a lot of space. That's just how I'm comfortable. So for me, I could not live in a tiny house, but I do think they're amazing. I love to watch, you know, the tiny house shows. Sure. I love to walk in tiny houses, but I can't stay for long. I like that because, you know, what's nice about that is we have a lot of tiny house listeners. Oh, good. And no, I mean, tiny houses listen. <laughs> To this show, <laughs> it's a big demographic a big t- for us. So you know, I no offense, like how tiny you, houses. I would no, love to live I mean, in you, but not. I just I can't. Well, that sounded weird <laughs> when you said it that way. Uh, this might be a pretty big experiment. So something just launched up. Uh, they launched some supplies and stuff to the International Space Station, Ooh. and this will be the first time they try to bake in space. <gasps> Why am I not on this flight? Yeah. I, I was curious about that myself. Is that what so it's called? A flight? How do you, yeah, mission? Sure. Mission? Mission. Mission flight. Yes. Mission I flight. I want to be on this mission flight. How do you feel about space cookies? <gasps> bread space or butter? Space cookies, as long as they're gluten-free, bread. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not gluten-free, butter. I wonder if they're going to try both just to see how it, if, I mean, they're right. going to be in zero gravity. Yeah. So I'm curious how baking will go. I guess you could stick I, it still to the pan. I'm thinking it's going to have in. to not be bread. I think, I don't think you can use yeast. I don't think it will rise. Right. With no gravity. Yeah. So <laughs> no, they are taking, it's specifically cookies. That I think they're going to, they're cookies. definitely Space cookies. cookies. Uh, they're going to try. I am so excited for this mission. So I wonder if they're going to try it with gluten and, and without, without just to see what the difference is. I guess it depends on their astronaut. I mean, also... If their astronaut has celiac disease, they better go gluten-free because that would it. be a hot mess <laughs> in space. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that for now. One last question. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is going to be interesting knowing that you don't necessarily have a sweet tooth, but cobbler, the dessert, Ooh. not the person who fixes your shoes. No, bread for sure. I love fruity desserts like that because mm-hmm. they're not typically as sweet as like a cake or something with frosting. When you have a pie or a cobbler with a fruit filling, that's my jam. Oh, did you see what uh, I did there? Oh. Uh, did we just you, lose our five listeners? Uh, all five of them <laughs> were like, oh, usually Nick does the bad jokes. This will be Now we've got two of now, them. Now uh, we're competing, you guys. <laughs> uh, so cobbler-wise, you like cobbler better than pie? It depends okay. on the fruit that you're using. Not necessarily. And they're pretty similar. You know, a cobbler they're, and one a One is pie. a deconstructed pie, right. I feel like. So I I'm like always that. curious about whether somebody likes chaos or order. <gasps> nice. It depends yeah. on the day for me. Okay. <laughs> really, truly. <laughs> in pie and in life. Yeah. All right. I just need some chaos today. Well, uh, speaking of chaos, 
let's just wish uh, Ralph George Macchio Jr. a happy birthday. Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, turns 58 today. Wow. He looks really good. He does look really good. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Do you watch the Cobra Kai? I don't. Is it good? It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I haven't but watched you have, it. I think you have to be into that nostalgia. Yeah. I don't think you can just watch it without having been a child of the 80s right. and just enjoy it because, you know, the acting isn't fantastic. Mm-hmm. But uh, the show's pretty good. Oh, nice. Oh, I thought you were talking about my acting. That's really oh, good. Oh, yes, you're doing great. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention from a food perspective on this day in 1922 Howard Carter discovered what would end up being the entrance to the tomb of King Tut. Really? So on this day. Now, the reason I mention that is according to National Geographic, more than 100 finely woven baskets held the remains of plant-based foods for the most part, such as wheat and barley, loaves of bread, sycamore figs, dates, melons, and grapes. Wow. So I don't so know what you basically might I would have died. want to be buried with, but uh, that may not be it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Big, I know you wanted to come on today because of this anniversary. Uh, first Orlando Magic game was on yeah. this day, home game, 30 years ago. Yeah, I love baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Those squads <laughs> and their home runs. Yeah. No, but that it was today. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's leave it at that for now. I feel like I've gotten to know you. We'll be back with Robin Hoffman in a moment. Don't go anywhere. But if you do have to go somewhere, just in the off chance, you can listen to this as a podcast later on. Uh, next week by Tuesday is when we typically come out. To a certain degree, Tuesdays. That'll catch on eventually. Let's play Teen Men with Adventure Kids in honor of Ralph Macchio and the Karate Kid. This was the closest song I could find. You're doing good. You're doing great. Didn't have the word karate in it because that just seemed too gimmicky for me. You're listening to WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. This is To a Certain Degree. Previously, To a Certain Degree, Emily Fontano made her fourth appearance on the show, which was incredible, of course. We discussed her musical and comedic influences, what she's been up to at SAC Comedy Lab since taking over as the artistic director, and several more things. What are those things? Listen to the episode. It's better than me telling you. Now back to the show. Teen Men on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. That was Adventure Kids from their self-titled album. Good morning. You're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. I am lucky. I am happy. I get to do this every week from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a very special guest, as always, and this week, no exception, Robin Hoffman is here. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Nick. Thanks for having me. You do. You're welcome. You do so much. Sorry, I. my therapist told me she listened to like the first few episodes that I ever did, and she's like, you need to be an active listener. <gasps> Okay, I, I like, like your therapist. You know, I, I took it with every grain of salt. I said, you know what? I totally actively listen. And then I listened to some of my episodes and I was like, I do not. Did you say I listen to a certain degree? Uh, that is kind of where I started saying that. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to a certain degree. Uh, talk show host. Is that accurate? Like when people ask yes. you what you do, what I, do you I say? go like this. <laughs> Yeah. I literally just laugh. Well, the best response I've ever heard is uh, somebody saying, about what? 
Like when somebody says what you do. Nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, so you wear a number of hats. I'm glad you brought all of them here today. I did. That was a lot of hats. Yeah, sorry. I know I'm kind of taking up the whole room here. Yep. Uh, Haberdashery, I think (laughs) is what we would call it. But um, I know I'm a red talk show host and former certified behavior analyst. Yeah. Is that accurate? It is very accurate. Wow, I'm very impressed, Nick. So, I well, I mean, we can also talk mother of five. We could talk about yes. uh, somebody who has celiac disease and is um, an advocate for it. Um, not for it, but for right. the treatment of it, <laughs> treatment. that sort of thing. Uh, but, yeah, so there's so much that you do. There is so much that I do, but you're doing great oh, explaining thank you. it all. So okay, you well, just, then I don't even know why you're going. here. I, I'm not even sure. So I wanted to talk about a little bit about the transition, sort of go chronologically from, you know, your work in yes. the social world, mm-hmm. uh, certified behavior analyst to Bake With Me, because I think that was your first show. That, that was. You're very well, good. not only show, but that was the first way that you were expressing how to help people that might have different dietary conditions. Absolutely. No, that's great. Yes. So I worked with individuals with disabilities for 27 years. It was awesome and amazing. Uh, Most people last about five years in the field, Mm -hmm. but you know, I like to do everything a little uh, further and pushed it out and, and I just sort of grew with it. So I started um, with severe behaviors and I, like you said, I was a certified behavior analyst and then as I got older and if I felt like I couldn't physically do what I needed to do anymore, I transitioned to a higher level. So I went into middle school and high school and then eventually I, I started working with people with disabilities at the college level. So there was less hands-on and it was more of just being supportive and giving them accommodations that they needed to be able to get through college. So I kind of grew with it as well mm-hmm. because you can only do certain things <laughs> for so long and Um, But I loved it. I've always loved working with individuals with disabilities and autism was my specialty for a really long time. And I've I've been in the autism world doing amazing things for a really long time. So I loved that as well. So when I was diagnosed with celiac disease 13 years ago, there was not a lot, there were not a lot of options out there as far as good foods. So if you wanted anything like a baked good, it either tasted like cardboard or mm. like Play-Doh. Like literally that's all your options. And I didn't really like those options very much. And um, you weren't just eating cardboard and Play-Doh. I was not. It was the gluten-free options that were out there. Got it. Just wanted <laughs> to confirm quite that. quite frankly, like I could have eaten Play-Doh. It would have been cheaper and tasted, tasted just exactly the same. the same. So I loved to bake at the time. And I had to give that up, obviously, uh, because I didn't know how to bake gluten-free. So I did a lot of research and a lot of trial and error and spent a lot of money trying to figure things out. And after I perfected it, which really took years, I thought, how can I offer this information to people so that they don't have to go through what I went through by spending all that money and wasting all that time and tasting just horrifying like desserts? Mm -hmm. So that's where the idea for the show came from, was just wanting to do that. And then I couldn't put aside disabilities because I'd been involved with people with disabilities for so long. And over all of that time, what I realized were it really, the issues weren't with the people who had the disabilities. The issue was with the people around them not understanding them or not giving them enough credit or not believing in their capabilities. So I thought, how can I combine the two? How can I let people know these delicious gluten-free recipes 
and introduce them to individuals with disabilities. I'm like, ooh, I can have them as guests. So it was sort of just this whole thing that I thought just didn't make sense on paper at all. But then when we started doing the shows, it was just such a beautiful combination and everyone was affected by it. Even so, like you said, we film at Full Sail University and the students get involved. The film students come on set and they run the cameras and they do the audio. And um, it's absolutely amazing because it affects them as well, too. So every single time I shoot, they come up to me afterwards at Every single time, there's not one time where I've done this where students haven't approached me and said, I want to know every time you're filming, I want to be back. This is amazing. What you're doing is amazing. And then my guests, it affects their lives as well. So here they have this disability that either has given them some sort of shame or some sort of whatever in their past, and they come out and they live it proudly and they talk about it openly and they own it. And they can talk about not just their challenges, but their successes as well. Mm -hmm. And it changes them for the better. And then there are people who are watching who say, the best thing that ever happened to me after we started filming was a mom emailed me and said, my daughter, because my very first episode, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around. My very first episode was with my daughter who has Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which is something not a lot of people have heard of. So one, we're spreading this awareness they're seeing how capable she is because she's standing here talking to me and baking. And then a mom emailed me and said, my daughter and I watched your show together. We sat down on the couch. We watched it together. And during the episode, she she hit me and said, mom, this girl's just like me. And she had never met anyone that had had Ehlers-Danlos as well. So I was, you know, in tears. And, and I'm like, this is exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing to spread that awareness. So it's not just a gluten-free celiac right. related show that you do, right. or that's not the topic that you're spreading awareness about. It's uh, it's a variety. It's both. Yeah. Right. So I definitely want people with celiac to know that I am advocating for them as well mm-hmm. as while I'm introducing another disability each episode. And that experience of baking with someone, you know, you think about doing that with a family member or something like yes. that. It's such a, uh, uh, intimate in terms of getting to know them, getting to know a little bit more about them. So being able to translate that for uh, video for, is it live or is it recorded and then edited? It's recorded and edited, but we do it all in one take. Yeah, We don't, I don't edit things out. I'd like things to be authentic with both of my shows. And, and you're right. It is a very intimate experience and you kind of forget that the cameras are there because while you're baking and talking, it's interesting when people's hands are busy or their minds are sort of, you know, going toward something else, they're more apt to be open and honest Mm -hmm. because they're not always directly looking you in the eye. They're kind of looking at the bowls or mixing or doing whatever. And then they're opening up about their experiences. And it's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, I want to plug Full Sail again for letting you, you're building your set out there. Was that where you were filming before? It's where I was filming before, yes. So you're building a set and they're producing it, they're recording it and stuff for you. Yes. Yeah. So that's very cool. I don't know if people know that about Full Sail as they do stuff like that where they can find real-world experiences for their students that Absolutely. help people in the community. It's a great program. Yeah. So it's very cool. Um, going back to celiac, because we, we talk a little bit about gluten-free. I think it's, there's more awareness around gluten-free, vegan options, um, but people often confuse all of those. Right. Right, sometimes if they don't understand uh, the type of thing that's going on with that. 
from a gluten-free perspective, my understanding, and maybe I'm wrong, okay. is that has to do with the flour. It's it's with wheat, rye, barley, and sometimes oats. Okay. So wheat, rye, so and barley have gluten flour, in them. Correct. It, it happens be, to be in flour if yeah. it's made with any of those ingredients. But um, and, the, and I say sometimes oats because oats fields can be oats can be grown in a field full mm. of wheat, and then that makes it contaminated. Oh, okay. So they have to be certified gluten-free oats. But wheat, rye, and barley are always always have gluten, and you cannot put those ingredients into your into your foods. So, yeah. and and really, most foods contain at least some sort of filler like that. And le- and they're starting to make those changes. So, like if something says food starch, it used to always be that that type of starch came from a wheat, rye, or Base. barley source. Right. But now they're starting to shift that. So they're shifting it to a corn-based, potato-based, rice-based things that are gluten-free. Okay. And what else could you use? As so, rice, corn. Yep, rice, corn, potato, um, tapioca. Okay. People are using almond flour now. That's a very big thing for paleo and for vegan and for other um, dietary issues as well. Needs or needs, yeah. not issues. Uh, well, yes, needs. I'm always, uh, you know, I want to make sure I'm using the right uh, words, right, right, because that's important in terms of because for. Uh, vegans, it's not necessarily uh, an issue. Like, yes, they. It, it could it's a choice. Be. Yeah, it's a choice. It could be, but right. yeah, and it's not necessarily tied to any religion necessarily either. So, right. that's something that uh, would be probably different nomenclature. Right, but if you have celiac disease, it is absolutely not a choice. If right. you want to survive, you need yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, so you're going it. out and having to be very careful when eating out, when yes. doing things out in the world. I normally don't, to be honest with you. I don't eat out unless the restaurant is 100% certified gluten-free, meaning there's no chance of cross-contamination. Like you and I went to Starbucks this morning, and that for me was even a challenge because I don't usually take partake from any you know place that has even gluten in their in their restaurant but having tea is fine (laughs) okay good to know so i'm gonna just buy you tea from now on there you go (laughs) that's how i know what to get you well thank you for that and then right now bake with me we'll get to chat with me and lunch laughs uh in one of the next segments but right now bake with me is going through a a set redo so Correct. right now you don't have episodes coming out, but I would encourage people to go to Facebook. Yeah, go to Facebook. Um, Hoffie's Heart it was mm-hmm. my brand name where I used to have everything sort of under it, and then I had to break it down individually. So Hoffie's Heart Bake With Me is is that one. So you can definitely follow along. I put up gluten-free recipes also. And if you don't have to be gluten-free, the recipes are still great. Just use traditional flour in place of the gluten-free flour and and trust me, those recipes are amazing. And I share some great things happening in the world of disabilities as well. Right, because it's not just about being gluten-free right. on Bake With Me. Yeah. Oh, look at that. It rhymed. <laughs> I should come up with all of your taglines. You really should. Can, yeah. you do, can you work on that, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a break. Let's play a song, and I'll be working on some of those. We'll be back with Robin Hoffman. Uh, for the most part on Facebook, but also on any of the other social medias? I have an Instagram, which okay. is also Hoffie's Heart. Yep. Always waiting for more. Oh, you're waiting for more. Yeah. Um, can you make one up? <laughs> there's a YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can go with <laughs> Bake With Me Gluten-Free on YouTube. It's Bake With Me Gluten-Free, and you can see all the old episodes. Very nice. Well, I thought this was appropriate for the conversation with you. This is a song from Cruiser called Don't Go Alone.
Awesome. <laughs> because you should have people around you. You should always have people around you. Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. Okay, great. Oh, such a good tie-in <laughs> on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Grandma Party Bazaar. It's not too far. There will be gifts that are neat. So get there with your feet. So you can leave a smaller carbon footprint which can be part of your gift. Okay, that's all my singing for the year. Grandma Party Bazaar, if you know about it, great. You can skip this next part. If you don't know about it, it's one of the best markets of the year outside of Stardust Coffee, a hand-selected group of vendors, unique gifts that will allow you to win the holidays. That is what you want and what you will get. I'll be there too for people who want to type their holiday cards because Grandma loves me, and you, and us. December 15th, now back to the show. Cruiser on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. That was Don't Go Alone, which seems appropriate today of all days. All days. Ralph Macchio's birthday. Right. Robin Hoffman here on Space WPRK. Cookies. Space cookies going up to the International Space Station. Thank goodness for that finally happening. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Your whole That was the main reason you weren't going to space. Right. The total lack of cookies. <laughs> the total lack of baking, I should say. Not so much the cookies, but the ability to bake up there. Right. And bring awareness to the things you want to bring awareness to. Yes. I want to bake in space. And I hope that they make the cookies in shapes of stars and moons and... Aliens and Blue stuff. diamonds and green clovers. Wait, am I doing something else? Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. Well, uh, Robin Hoffman is here. Robin Hoffman, you can find her online. She does, I basically, let me just say, it would be easier to just say all the stuff you don't do, but all of the things. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about, uh, we talked in the last segment, uh, Bake With Me. Yes. So let's talk about Chat With Me. Let's Where talk about did that come from? So you're doing Bake With Me. You're doing a baking show. Uh, mainly talking about uh, and bringing people on with uh, certain disabilities to bring awareness to that, to bake with them, to really cook with them and have a, a true conversation with them. Yes. And so where did Chat With Me come from? When I was doing Bake With Me and I realized I had a platform and I was able to spread awareness, I thought there are so many other things I want to spread awareness on, right? People have access to so many ways to communicate, but I feel like we communicate less now more than ever. And I want to promote the fact that when we actually take the time to listen to somebody, we can learn so much and we can change our world and theirs just by listening because everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a story. And if you sit and listen, everything can change. I just, so anyway, I got excited about that and my tagline is, I talk to ordinary people with extraordinary stories. And they do. They all have extraordinary stories. And I think everyone can learn a little bit from each one of, you know, every one of my guests. Each one of them. <laughs> every every <laughs> single each one of them. Exactly. Yes. So you do this, uh, it comes out twice a week. Yes. You record it ahead of time and then you put them out there into the world, uh, mainly on Facebook or is it on YouTube as well? I do put them on YouTube, but it's mainly on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. And you have good response from people there because that is, um, 
you know, video on Facebook, I think, is one of the more interesting ways to get the word out about what you're doing, but also yes. to have conversations with people. Because I think we're all used to the post and the memes, unfortunately. Yes. But uh, getting some video out there, especially if it's a short, it's a shorter conversation. For the it most is. Part. And, and we get right to the point. Yeah. And we talk for maybe 10, 15 minutes just so that people can get an idea of what's going on and not um, be overwhelmed by the time constraints or anything like that. How long have you been doing that? I have been doing chat with me for about seven months, I think. Okay. And how has it changed? So, you know, it's interesting because you were doing Bake With Me, you were on air, but it's not like you were coming from a broadcast background. No, not at all. I just play one on TV. I... I really do everything for chat with me. It's so funny. I do the, you know, the camera, the lighting, the editing, the booking, the guests. And uh, so that was all new to me, but I love it. I love every aspect of it. I love getting to know new people. And I had started out reaching out to people to try and get them on the show just so I can get started. And now people reach out to me. have asked you to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's great. So after seven months, like, do you look back at the first few episodes and go, I really, you know, now I know this and, yes. oh, this would have been really good this way. Well, to be honest with you, Chat With Me started out as something very different. Oh, okay. We were filming that at Full Sail as well. And we had a live edit studio and I'd bring a panel of five people on to talk about a certain topic. And um, that was very difficult. That's like hurting a lot <laughs> of cats. Bringing in yeah. five people. One of my favorite episodes was The Real Life of Stand-Up Comedians. And it was like trying to keep, you know, kindergarten, uh, 25 kindergartners in, <laughs> you know, in one room. And, and it's funny cause they all have these great, amazing personalities and they're all super duper funny, but they're all there at the same time trying to answer questions. And so that was, that was actually my favorite trying to like rein everybody in. Mm-hmm. But, um, so the panels were great, but I felt like there was so much missing. Like we, I didn't get those individual conversations with people and we didn't get to get into that nitty gritty, you know, that I wanted to. So I decided to change it up and do just one-on-one conversations. And I do them at my house in my own studio on my own time. So it's great. I love it. Was the panel the reason you maybe went in that direction? You thought that if you have more people, it'll be easier it'll be less pressure on you to keep the conversation going. Was there a particular reason you thought that, you know, I want to do a panel no. versus, or is it because Bake With Me was one-on-one? You Bake With maybe, Me was one-on-one, and I just thought, you know, I could get different aspects from whatever topic I was talking about. I mm-hmm. can get a variety of people who had different, like with the comedians, I had a female comedian. I had a comedian who had been doing it 20-something years and a comedian who had just started a year ago, so I got that variety but I realized that that wasn't necessary to get to the topic. And I can do individual interviews with different people on the same topic because they come from a different background. Right. How do you interact? So one of the toughest things I've found with creating content is, you know, you, you make a promise with your audience that you're going to be releasing this X, Y, Z, whatever it is, Tuesday and Thursday or every week on this date and so on. Uh, and so getting and producing and making all of that content can feel like not necessarily a chore, Mm -hmm. but, you know, at the very least a job, uh, you make it sound like it's a lot of fun. So it's very satisfying. Yeah. So that's one of the bigger topics. What else do you do to sort of make it 
a little bit easier for yourself if somebody's thinking about doing something like yes. this. It is, you know, it is definitely a lot of work. Mm -hmm. People don't realize how many hours and how much energy goes into something like this. It is a full-time job. That's why I wound up leaving my job after I started Bake With Me and Chat With Me was because I couldn't maintain a full-time job and do this at the same time because it is definitely a full-time job. You have to love it. You have to love it because you're in it all day, every day, especially when you have to keep up with social media. That is constant. And then Facebook judges you. So like, yes, if you don't respond to like your, if somebody, you know, comments on something and if you don't respond within a certain amount of time, it like puts your percentage of like time or how many, how often you respond to people. And then you like feel super judged and you feel like you have to get to it right away. So I'm constantly checking, even if I'm only on for like a minute or two, I'm constantly checking to see if, you know, there's been any updates or if anybody's commented on anything, if, if I need to, to message back, but it's definitely doable. I mean, if you have a passion for something and awareness is definitely my thing, I want to make sure that people understand that we are all walking through this life. Everyone has challenges. And, you know, if we can accept that and be more compassionate rather than judgmental, then this world would be a much more beautiful place. <laughs> for sure. Well, let me ask you this then, taking a step back, you know, follows are nice, likes are nice. How do you want people to interact with you though when they're saying what they like or what they don't like about the episode or yeah. you know maybe uh suggesting different topics that you might want sure, to yeah. discuss um messaging me is fine or even commenting on different episodes is great i love constructive criticism <laughs> constructive mm. criticism not just because you don't like something you know that's not constructive but if if there's something that i can do better or something I can do differently or a topic that you want to hear about, I'm definitely open for all of that. So if you want, I can start an advisory board of people <laughs> just to watch and judge you. That'd be great. Okay, fantastic. I want a bread or a butter answer to everything. <laughs> everything. That would be a simpler way of doing things. <laughs> well, let's leave it at that uh, for now. Uh, Robin, okay. we're already at the end of the first hour. What? It flies by. No, say it isn't so. I'm a joy to talk to uh, tell everyone where they can go and find you and uh, yeah. interact with you and follow you and hopefully bread or butter you. That sounds wrong <laughs> hmm. as well. Hmm, Nick, um, you can follow me on Facebook and just type in chat with me and you will see my mug, not my face mug, but my coffee mug. And it says chat with me on it and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. You don't have to catch it at 10 a.m. once they air. It will continue and it will stay on there so you can catch up on old episodes. And yep. if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can just send me a message through Facebook. Well, what I like about the episodes is they're, I mean, they're pretty evergreen. They're pretty timeless. So it's not like you're doing something that is, you know, maybe somebody's going to mention something that's happening this weekend or something like right. that. But for the most part, they're out there and you can still watch them and learn something about a particular topic. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, let's leave it at that for now. Let's play some Anamanaguchi, which I just felt like it was fun to say. This is the song Planet on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Are we there yet? Four words every parent hates, but every space geek loves because that's the name of WMFE's space podcast. Host Brendan Byrne gets to all the space news that's fit to talk about every week, and he does a really great job digging into not only the nitty, but also the gritty as well. 
Brendan has been on the show a few times, and I got to interview him for the Downtown Community Paper. You can check that out at otownpaper.com. The big news from that interview is Are We There Yet? is also going to become a regular broadcast show on WMFE starting in November. Tune in Tuesday evenings. Subscribe to the podcast version wherever you get podcasts. You will not regret it. Now back to the show. The Oh Hellos on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree from their album Through the Deep Dark Valley. That was Second Child, Restless Child. Is that true of Second Children? Robin Hoffman, my special guest today. I would say that, yeah, probably. Yeah, a little bit restless. Because they're vying for attention. Yeah. Yep. But by the third one, it's like... You can just keep adding them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't feel it anymore? No, 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 no. You feel it. <laughs> you still feel it no matter what. But, uh, you know, usually the first one you make, you you know, everything revolves around them and you make it all about their lives. And then when you add in a second one, you're kind of just adjusting, trying to figure out, oh, gosh, how am I going to do this now? So you sort of, you know, kind of bring in, bring them into your world, but still mm-hmm. try to make it about them. By the third one, you're like, oh, you just better join us because... Our world yeah. is already moving, and you need to come in quickly. Hurry up. <laughs> well, that's good. So this is great for me because obviously you have a number of children. I do have a number. A number. We're not going to tell you what number. You should not. <laughs> and you have a chat with me, a I show do. that you do on Facebook. It's a video show. Correct. What do you call that? A talk show? An online talk show. Great. And you have Bake With Me. Yes. Whether or not you realize it, you are a successful business person. Wow. You have to be to be here on this show. And you have to be to help me with this next segment. All righty. Bad business ideas. It's time to pick just one. It's going to be totally legal. We hope it won't hurt anyone. So come on and some Yes, bad business ideas, making people feel mildly uncomfortable about capitalism since 2016. Where do bad business ideas come from? Where did it come from? No, that's a rhetorical question. You don't have to say anything. (laughs) What are the ingredients? You bake. You know the importance of flour and the different types of flour in case you need to be gluten-free. Sugar, eggs, roast potato. I don't know. I've never baked before. Yes. I am not allowed near an oven. I can see why if you're adding roasted potatoes into I'm your baked goods. Not allowed near mixing equipment, for I sure. I believe it. Yep. Okay, good. Bad business ideas are the same. This is my baking. Okay. Take an actual need that's out there in the marketplace with people. Take the worst possible solution. Mix them together. That's my mixing because I'm right. not allowed near the mixer. Add a dash of salt. And by salt, I mean I don't worry about your ethics or your laws. <laughs> Sounds Heat. great already. Heat until burnt, bad business ideas. I love it. Robin, may I call you Robin? I mean, for today. Great. Do you subscribe to the five-second rule? No, because I have dogs. Okay. So no, it's not a five-second rule. It's not a 10-second rule. It's it's on the ground. It's theirs. I also bake for others. Yeah. So that's a no-no. Okay. Great. So you're cooking, you're eating, you drop something. Maybe your hands are dirty. And you want to eat something and you don't have a way to wash them. What do you do? I mean, you lick them, right? You lick your fingers? Oh, <laughs> no. no. Now, I'm not what a germaphobe, 
but I don't eat stuff off the floor. And I have to wash my hands before I eat. Good. At least three times. But not a germaphobe at all. Until now, with our new product, Handy Coat, there will be a protective layer against the disgusting world in which we live. Handy Coat's patented space age technology allows us to secrete a mucus-like ooze that covers and protects all food. Pick it up off the floor, and guess what? The mucus that was touching oh, the God. ground... Is mucus a problem? Should I not okay, say mucus? Wait, you said mucus and ooze. Like, individually, which, which I have issues with both of those both words. Both of those words. So you put them together, and I literally, like, my stomach so two, turned. Two wrongs are it not turned. making a right here. <laughs> no. How about just protective layer? I, I'm down so with the protective layer. So you drop the food. Let's okay. say you're eating a ladyfinger. Because that was the first thing that popped into what? my head. Okay. You're just eating a gluten-free, a gluten-free lady, lady finger. finger. It falls on the floor. Falls on the floor. But because it has handy coat all around it, coating it, <laughs> when you pick it up, the part of the handy coat that's touching the ground stays on the stays ground. Stays on the ground. Perfectly clean. What this is... lady finger, 100% edible. Um, Hold on. Okay. There's more. Dirty hands. We okay. talked about that. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. The coating stays on your hand. It doesn't go, in theory, into your mouth. Now, you still have to invent this coating. If you right. if this is your idea that you want to go with. So of course. Coat. Did you have a question? No. <laughs> because I was gonna ask you what it was made out of, but we haven't determined that yet. Oh yeah, we have to figure that out. Yeah. We should probably make sure that it tastes either neutral or neutral good. and it has to be gluten free. Mm-hmm, of course. Yeah. So we're not like coating it in wheat? Hopefully not. <laughs> Although maybe a powder substance would work as well with yeah. the powder protect it because that's super super edible and looks appealing powders yes <laughs> yeah as opposed to mucus <laughs> <laughs> so let's th- let that kind of germinate yeah, a little bit germinate while we talk about the second idea oh oh there's more yeah no 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 so badminton's idea is i present to you two wonderful ideas okay and then you have to pick one i have to oh yeah sorry by being um, on the show you're legally um, obligated legally obligated to invest money, time, effort <laughs> into one of one these of ideas. One of your bad business ideas? Oh, awesome. I'm sorry. One of your bad business ideas oh, because it becomes yours afterwards. Correct. Yeah. I am I only own from the state of mind of the profitability, that part. Okay. All the liability and the startup is yours. So I'm going to have bake with me, chat with me, and fail with me. Could be. Okay. Great. Uh, uh, rhymed. <laughs> uh, okay. Your junk drawer. Yes. That's not a euphemism, the actual stuff, you know, junk right. drawers. Junk drawers? More than one? Multiple. Okay. What's in them? How much money have you wasted on the things in there that you have forgotten only to go buy another one? And then you find it later and you're like, oh, I already had one. And oh, then now yeah. I've bought three more. Let me answer that. Hundreds of thousands of dollars at least. At least. Until now. With Kling, we install cameras wherever junk may accumulate. So it's like ring, but for your junk drawers. Whether it's your crisper drawer in your, uh, uh, I think it's called a refrigerator. It's your regular junk drawer where you may have batteries and nail clippers and whatever else goes in there. Our cameras will effectively scan the contents, not just show you what's in there, but scan the contents of that drawer using patented airline security technology. But it's no good just to scan it. You need a listing Yes. Of all the things. But 
oh, I get listings all the time. I'm listing, listing, listing. I don't have time for another one. The last thing I need is another listing Mm -hmm. or spreadsheet. Well, let Clang take it one step further with a voice-activated mode that you can access from any mobile device. Clingy will tell you if you have that thingy. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Need some AAA batteries? Clingy. What about an Allen wrench? Whatever those are. Clingy. You will find it. Do you want to role play? Do you want to try to figure this out? I would love to role play. Do you want to be Clingy or do you want to be Robin? I want to be Clingy. Okay, I'll be Robin. Okay. Now, in a world without Clingy, this is what would happen. Hey, where's that pair of scissors that I used for baking? Silence. Nothing. Do you use scissors in baking? I am not sure. You can. Okay, great. That works out really well. Now, with Clingy. Hey, where are those scissors I need for baking? Robin, you have a pair of scissors in the second drawer to the left of your bed. Perfect. I'm not sure why you're keeping your baking scissors there, but (laughs) that's fine. Sometimes you just have to bake in the middle of the night. Okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. You get the easy bake oven set up right by your bed. (laughs) Just open it up. Do you know that's how I started? I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Now they'll make a space uh, easy bake oven. Yes. Easy space oven. Easy space oven. I love it. Okay, so we're coming up with new bad business ideas, but let's just go with the two that we have. Okay. Handy coat. Protective coating on food keeps it safe. You can eat it anywhere, and you don't have to worry about germs. Or cling. It's like ring for your junk drawers. Hey, you know what we could even do? What could we do? We could even have it light up when you ask it something, like the particular drawer. Or it can ding, so you could have a cling ding. You could have a cling ding. Yes. Handy coat or cling? Um, Cling, because you lost me at mucus and ooze. But my concern... That is not the first time I've heard that today. (laughs) Just weird, because we do this really early. That is weird. I think um, I'm a little concerned with how much cling's going to cost. Oh, Why? We're talking about some pretty <laughs> intricate Advanced technology. technology? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're there. I think if we meld just a few things. So we've got Ring already. That's we that's do. out there. We've got uh, TSA technology that scans we things do. and can kind of. So then you just kind of need the AI, which I feel like we could steal. We could kidnap Alexa. I love it. Uh, you make it sound so easy. I do. That's the sign of a good bad business idea. Yes. <laughs> Is that it just seems a lot easier than it probably will be. Right. You take the good, you take them bad, you take, you take them, them both. both and, there and there you, you have, have a clingy. Bad business ideas. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Mash them together. Okay. So you're going to do cling. I want, uh, I, I can't wait to see cling with me, your new show. Yes, cling with me. I wouldn't even want to Google that. I really, Probably not. I would, I would be scared to Google that. Probably not. That's uh, going to be a lot of helicopter parenting websites, I would imagine. Cling with me. Yeah. Nice. I hope. At least I hope that's what it is. So let's play a song. Thank you so much for putting up with that. And we will play a song. How about Ta Doulour from Camille? I think that's French for My Pain, which seems appropriate right now. Uh, from her album Live, uh, Trianon. I'm saying none of these things correctly. It's I'm sure absolutely correct. French people are shouting at me. My birthday is Bastille Day. 
Ooh. And I don't know how to say any of these words. You're saying them just perfect because Thank you're you. saying it with confidence. So uh, we believe you, Nick. Great. Camille on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. My friends and yours, Theater on the Edge, have a show you should consider going to. It's talk radio. Sorry, punctuation issue. There's no comma there. Talk radio. You already maybe like the idea of talk radio since you're listening to a podcast, so this is likely right up your alley. The show runs through December 8th, so run, don't walk, to theateronTheEdge.org to get your tickets. Now back to the show. Camille on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Had to just turn off the or fade out the all the clapping because it wasn't for me. So I'm just like, it's eh, totally for you. Eh, it's not for me. I'm clapping for you on the inside. Aww. Okay. Uh, good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to a certain degree. That was Camille with Todd Delure. The voice that you're hearing is mine, but also there is one from a person called Robin Hoffman. Well, that wasn't an awkward way to say <laughs> that, that was it? I mean, yeah. I am called that. I am going I've been to called lots of things. work on that. Good morning, Robin. Thank Good you morning, again Nick. for being here. If you missed any of the show up until now or any of the show in the future or any other show that I do, well, man, <laughs> you can listen or you can subscribe to the podcast. Anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, you can go to a certain degree.com. You can either go to a website called to a certain degree.com or a certain degree.com because I finally did register that one. You so did. it was less confusing. Because if yes. you say go to, to a certain, a certain degree. degree.com. Yeah. Yeah. That it sounds like too weird. many twos. Let's talk about comedy for a moment because obviously I'm still trying to understand it myself. But every week, Monday at noon, yes. you do a show with a gentleman named Tight Mike Randolph. Yes. Is that right? Tight Mike, Michael Randolph. Yeah. Yes, I always feel like I'm an announcing like a fighter or a wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. It's Tight Mike, Michael Randolph. Ramblin' Robin Hoffman. <laughs> yes. Yeah? I, yes. I have been called that. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with your fight name. Yes. So on Mondays, um, comedian Tight Mike and I get together for a live video. We call it Lunch Laughs Live, which is sometimes hard to say. Lunch Laughs Live, Lunch sure. Laughs Live. Um but it's a lot of fun, and it's just to sort of lighten the mood of a Monday and give people a fun time to listen. And sometimes we talk about serious topics and kind of make fun of it, and other times we just sit and chat, and we like to talk to our listeners. So anyone who's watching or listening can type something in, and we will definitely um, respond. Live in response that way. Uh, you were from doing Bake With Me, which we talked about last hour, which is a program that you do, a show that you do and that gets put up on Facebook as a produced video. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of opportunity to go on other shows and yes. talk about that. And I think that's where you met Mike. Is that right? It, that is true. Yes. Yeah. I was at a late night talk show called The Lowdown with James Yan, And he was the comedian for the night on that show. So we met and we just hit it off and I invited him to come on chat with me. So when he came on chat with me, we had a good time and we realized we bantered well and we decided to get to know each other kind of on camera. We don't really know each other that well, so we kind oh, of get yeah. to know each other a little bit so on Mondays. So kind of Mondays. like you and I are doing yeah, on, exactly. yeah, on the radio. 
Because it's really interesting when the music is playing and before when you got here, like at 630, we didn't talk at all. Right. And I make sure to do that with my guests because I'm like, no, we're just talking on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. You shut me down pretty quick. Yeah. No, it was like, you know, let's talk about that (laughs) on the air. On the air. Save it for the show. Right. Because I want you to be. I said, hi, Nick. And you're like, save it. Just like that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so you and Mike get together once a week. Um, yeah, it's fun to kind of do something lighthearted. Sorry for... Oh, no, no, It no. is your show. I mean, you can yeah. ask me a question if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, no, I <laughs> like that. So that's actually what I was going to ask you is it does yeah. it break up? Not that chat with me and bake with me is super serious. I mean, you're right. approaching it with some good hearted humor and Absolutely. things of that nature, but you are going to get into some pretty... Uh, deep issues, I think, yes. on occasion. I think this week, for example, uh, coming up on Chat With Me, you've got some pretty, uh, uh, not deep, not like sad, but, no, you know, but some inspirational stories. Exactly, to spread awareness. And we have Veterans Day coming up. So we wanted to honor the people who support our veterans. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's what this week is. Yeah. We have um, a, a woman, her, she goes by Navy Mom Mary, and she'll her episode's on Tuesday, and she creates memorial flags like small versions of them so people can wear them on their chests or on their jackets and um so it's that's beautiful and then on thursday we have a a a young man who works for honor flight central florida and which is also an amazing amazing organization so yeah you'll have to check those out very cool so breaking it up to an extent with this show on monday so you have monday is lunch laugh live yes tuesday and thursday is chat with me yes and then when when bake it with bake with me comes back and it's a video format, when is that going to be coming out? That's a great question. We'll probably air those every Friday. Every Friday, so that leaves Wednesday. So right. what are you going to do Wednesday? <laughs> um, lay in my bed in a fetal position and cry. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I'm really busy every day. If I'm not filming, I'm doing yeah. wonderful shows like this or. Editing takes up a lot of time. Each episode, even though they're only about 15 minutes long of chat with me, takes about an hour to edit. Yeah, I don't think people realize the amount of time that goes into making sure that the graphics are in, that the sound is good, that everything's lined up, um, and things of that nature. And you're, for the most part, self-taught slash YouTube university? Yes. Uh, YouTube is the best for that kind of a thing. Yes, I've learned some of my editing is definitely attributed to to YouTube videos. But yeah, but Lunch Laps Live is just on a Monday, like we said, and we just have fun. It's just something, like I said, to be lighthearted and uh, show my other side because I actually have been doing improv for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and uh, that sort of just gets you out of your head and just have a good time, and, and I like to laugh. Where are you doing improv, and do you feel like that helped you get ready to do you know, more or less a broadcast medium. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've, I've always enjoyed theater and the arts and I, I dabbled when I was younger, mm-hmm. but being a part of the improv troupe has really just made me get out of my own head. And, you know, you just stop really caring. You're just silly. It's kind of who I am anyway. I'm just sort of a big goofball and I never really cared. I used to do presentations all the time and I would say, I don't care if you're laughing with me or if you're laughing at me. As long as you're laughing and having a good time, that's all I want. Nice. So in uh, the improv troupe or where you're taking classes? So um, I've been a part of a group called I Am 50 Million and they don't just do improv. They do a lot of things. They do um, some um, 
why can't I think of anything right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> philanthropic work or yes, volunteer work, that volunteer. sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, so I was a part of that for a couple of years and I actually had to step back a little bit um, because it was just too much. There's a lot of stuff Yeah, going there's on. only yeah. so much one yeah. human can do. <laughs> but, you know, bringing it back to lunch laughs, it sounds like you still needed to scratch that creative slash comedy itch. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Yes. Do you, I mean, from an art perspective, you know, you do so much and you're, you know, you're doing so much in terms of everything that you do behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Do you have time or are these your creative outlets right now? Or do you have time to do something else? Do you draw? Do you listen oh, wow. to music? Those sorts of things. Well, music is definitely something that's always been a part of my world. Mm -hmm. I love it. It can drive my mood or I'll listen to music based on my mood. So like my kids know, it's kind of funny, like when they were younger, I would say they would sort of like scatter like cockroaches when you turn the light on. <laughs> if I turn music up, because they knew that meant mom was cleaning because I can't, I'm just not a fan of cleaning, sure. but I like things to be clean. So I would just, you know, turn up the jams and, you know, start moving around and dancing mood, while yeah. you're, while you're cleaning. Yeah. So the kids knew that it was on and either get out of mom's way or we're going to have to help. So now as they're older, if you just want to get them out of the house, you just, just turn, turn up, up the, the music. music. That's good. It's you great. you Pavlov them into <laughs> yes. submission or at yes, least getting great. them away. Yeah. Right. So no, I love music. I don't really have a lot of time for much else, um, but because I'm so passionate and I love what I'm doing yeah. so much, it's that's okay. That's that outlet for you. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, let's leave it at that for now. I've got a couple more questions for you, but we have a pop quiz coming up. Oh, great. Cause I'm, I'm so good. Like you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on early in the morning, live on the radio. Remember no swearing. Uh, so we'll come back with that in a few minutes. Awesome. Okay. So prepare yourself. I'm preparing right now. Can you see it? All right. Oh, where can people find lunch, laugh live? By the way, Oh, lunch, laugh live is on Facebook as well. I'm just a Facebook kind of gal. Mm. And it literally is just Lunch Laughs Live. Search that and, and you'll find it. And is it laughs, us. plural? Laughs. Laughs. Correct. We don't want you to just laugh once. Just the one time. We want to get multiple laughs out of you. I like that too because if somebody's watching it at work mm -hmm. and they just laugh once, like watching something on their uh, screen, maybe having the headphones on, that would be super creepy. Creepy and unacceptable. Yeah, we need multiple laughs. But if you laugh laughs. multiple times, you're just going, ha, and that's right. it. Or yeah. they could just sit back like you and say, it's hilarious. Yeah, that is something that I do. <laughs> All right. Why don't we listen to a song while I feel judged? <laughs> Rumble Bucket on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. This is Carousel Ride. Speaking of subscribing, this podcast is available wherever you subscribe to podcasts. That's Apple. That's Google, Stitcher, Spotify. I found one the other day called CastBox. Guess what? It's there too. And it's, that's a real thing. If you are interested in people in Orlando who are doing neat things, then you should definitely listen on the regular, as the kids say. So subscribe. Why don't you? Now back to the show. Rubble Bucket on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. That was from Survival Sounds, the song Carousel Ride. I like the idea of having different buckets for different things. So Rubble Bucket reminding me that you should have one bucket, bucket for, rubble, for rubble, 
one for leaks, leaks in the roof. Sounds good. And another one for, I'm trying to help the bucket community. So if you can, if the bucket community is listening, the industry, I guess, and let us know what other uses, or maybe we can help. Yeah. Robin and I are both really good at coming up with taglines, coming up with different ideas to help businesses as we yes. you know, found out earlier this hour on bad business ideas. And they too could have a show called Bucket With Me. Yeah. <laughs> Bucket With Me. That's I like how you just add that to everything. Like that? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, people do it to me all the time. Like we can be going out to do something and they'll be like, eat with me or, you know. Are they just it's inviting public. you to eat with them? No, they want me to have a show about everything because <laughs> I have Bake With Me and Chat With Me, so everything has to have with me at the end of it. Robin Hoffman is here. Bake With Me, Chat With Me. You can find them both on Facebook. That's the best way to find them, to watch episodes either that are coming out. Please like and follow. Uh, or, I mean, if you choose to do so, of course. <laughs> no, I can't no. tell you what no, to you do. you have to. You tell it, them what to do. If you're listening, you have to. Yes. And you can also find her today at noon on Lunch Laughs Live with uh, Tight Mike. Michael Tight Mike Randolph. That is great. <laughs> I cannot wait for him to fight his nemesis. Uh, loose. Well, never mind. Let's not talk about that. Uh, we do have a pop quiz for you. I am so excited because anytime someone says pop quiz, my body physically responds. Yeah, you seem to be sweating a lot more. You're completely wet. Um, I'm afraid. Don't get too close to the microphone because you might short it out. I might. But today's quizzer is Simon Time, as it always is. So he is a professional trivia aficionado. He does trivia seven nights a week around town. And so you can find him also on Facebook at Simon Time Trivia. But let's just let's just get into it. Let's do it. Oh, should we talk about the what's going to happen if you do well or if you do poorly? I mean, does it have something to do with these electrodes that you've attached to my arm? Yeah, so you get it. Let's just go ahead okay, and go. Hey, hey, Nick. This is Simon Time, and I've got five sweet dessert trivia questions for you and Robin. Let's begin. Question number one. What dessert is made from a custard base with a very brittle, crunchy caramel topping? <laughs> crunchy topping. Custard crunchy custard, cake. Custard base. <laughs> custard base. And then the crunchy top. Maybe you flame it. Oh, oh, a hey, um Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can see it in you, my head. In your head? I can see the flame can you going taste over it? it. I a creme brulee. <gasps> Let's see. The answer is the very delicious creme brulee. Very nice. So just so you know. You get all five right, we become best friends. Aww. For the week. Oh, just a week? Just a week. I can, well, till the next quiz okay. happens. Uh, if you were to get one or fewer, I feel like since it's about baking, though, and sweets, I should make it two or fewer. Then okay. we become bitter enemies. I'm ready. I'm so uh, then I'm just going to be, well, you might die, but I will be trying to get gluten into your system. <gasps> no, more. you won't. That's just evil. Okay. Yeah, that is Yeah, that's just evil. evil. Okay. So I'll do less evil okay, things than that if we're bitter enemies. Awesome. So you got one right. Okay. I got one. Whew. You need two more. Two more. To get out okay. of bitter enemy territory. I'm ready. Creme brulee was the first one. And so by the end of this, you're going to be really hungry too. So you're welcome, <laughs> listeners. Number two, 
What kind of cake made with very little, if any, flour at all is often made up of several layers and filling? Several layers and filling. No cake. Very little cake. Very little flour. Very little flour. If any. Several layers and filling. Oh, my goodness. Nick, I'm sweating over here. Okay. I want to be best friends. I do, too. What? I feel like I could have said that with a little more. Yeah. It's hilarious. I do, too. Uh, I was Shatner. Mm. Wow. Went right to William Shatner on that one. <laughs> you Shatnered me? Yep. Yeah. He's a big listener. We're both Layers. Canadian. Drawn a blank. Okay. Let's see what oh. it is. The answer to that would be a tort. A tort. A tort. A tort. Darn tort. <laughs> you dort. <laughs> Number three. Lady fingers, coffee, and mascarpone cheese comes together to create what confectionery delight? Tiramisu. I guess that's why I was thinking about lady fingers earlier. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. The answer is tiramisu. All right. You have two more questions. Oh, my goodness. To get one more right. Okay. So we're not bitter enemies. I'm hoping. And I've already threatened to poison you, so I hope nobody poisons you I, this week. I really want people to watch my baking show, so yeah. like I'm hoping I get these right. <laughs> it's a tough one. I mean, it's not like you're going to make a tort every week or something no, like that. or ever. E- or ever. That's good. <laughs> it is, it's not a cooking challenge show where somebody's right. putting in like the great British baking show where you, all of a sudden they're making right. some rando thing. I make mine super easy yeah. and doable at home. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, let's listen to the next one. Question number four. Name the dessert that is named after a famous ballerina. That's a tough one. What? Yeah. Famous dessert made. And creme brulee, we've already said. We've already used. Which would be a great ballerina or exotic dancer name. Is there a Barishnikov pie? (laughs) What would be in that? Um, I know it's a family show. (laughs) Okay, you can talk about that on one of your other shows. That would be much better. Um, Uh, Yeah. uh, Famous ballerina. Yep. Okay. I, I'm, Let's I'm see what feeling it is. more <laughs> enemy. A little bit of a tougher question there. Your answer is raspberry pavlova. Okay. Are, did I you actually, know that? I actually do know that. Oh my goodness! I've made pavlova, and it's amazing, and complicated. What is and good? Yeah. What is it exactly? So it's similar to like a meringue. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a meringue is? Oh, yes, I'm familiar <laughs> with meringue. So there's a lot of egg whites involved. A lot of whipping. Um, wow. Okay. But did you know it was named after? I did not. Okay. I would not have known that. Okay. Right. Well, that's it. I'll give you a half point for that. Well, can I have that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you have made one and you so did know it. So I could it. possibly get a half point on the next one. Yes. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, you're already out of bitter enemy territory. You're no. two and a half. No, we're like, don't build a wall between us. We're good. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're out of, you're, you're good. I'm already safe. Yeah. <gasps> But let's see. Maybe you'll get three and a half. Okay, I'm ready. And to wrap up this sweet game, what famous dessert is also known as an omelet surprise or Norwegian omelet and was given 
its North American name at Delmonico's in New York City. Where where are you getting these questions from, Nick? I feel like this is rigged. Uh, I feel like when you Googled me, you were like, what? what things would Robin not have any clue about? All right, so we're also in the setting things on fire category. It was named Delmonico's in New York City. Norwegian pancake. I don't I don't know. Dessert. Dessert. Kind of a weird dessert. Is it thin thinner than a pancake, but made like the same way? I don't think you should be thinking of pancake at all. Oh uh, well then why would you tell me pancakes? You were well, leading me was, down the wrong road. That's what it was originally named, a Norwegian pancake. A Norwegian pancake. So it's in sort of the colder climate. I honestly, I got nothing. Set on fire. Set on fire. I think it's set on fire. Plumbe. Isn't that set on fire? <laughs> that is set on fire. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear the answer? I do. I'm so sad. The answer, guys, is baked Alaska. Those were your questions and answers for this very sweet Simon Time Trivia show. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Simon of Simon Time Trivia. You can hear him on his podcast on pftmedia.com or see him live sometime trivia on facebook.com yeah. to see where he's going to be next. Thanks Baked Simon. Alaska. I don't know what I don't even know what's in that. I just I've always seen it at like in the movies it's always in a ritzy restaurant. Yeah, you better believe I'm going to know after the show. I'm going to okay. look that up yeah. and figure that out. I you know, I just want the listeners to know that I really do know about baking. <laughs> <laughs> it may not appear so today on this show. I, I I apologize. Obviously, you do know about <laughs> baking as I look up what a baked Alaska is, which is, uh, oh, yeah, it's a very also known as an omelet Norvegian omelet surprise. Uh, it oh. looks something like that. Oh. Yeah, it's some sort of weird cake thing. That is interesting. Yeah. So let's go ice cream, sponge cake, or Christmas pudding and meringue. Yeah, he's all into that meringue today. Yeah, let's questions. go get one of those. Yeah, let's, I'll have to make it. Yeah. I, I can only eat stuff from all my right, own kitchen. Well, why don't we listen to a song while you're making it? Let's, while you run home, make it, and then and bring, then it, bring back. it back. And then bring it back. I got it. I'm on it. That would be wonderful. Okay, so let's listen to Cosmo with Boom Boom Shaboom on <laughs> WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. If you're like me, then you believe deep in your heart that the holidays are all about competition. Who is the best host, the best gift giver, etc. The reason for the season is to be better than your friends and family. I'm mostly kidding. But if you're thinking ahead of time about the holidays, here are a couple of suggestions from past guests. Reserve a Joyce Farms Heritage Black Turkey from Orlando Meats. Order a custom pothead by Amber from Amber. Potheads by Amber, you can order them from Amber. It can be someone's favorite fictional character, a beloved pet, or even an entire boy band. Definitely ask her to do that, she'll love that. Hey, rent a typewriter from me so you can legibly compose holiday mailings and stuff the envelope with stickers from Dead Disco, Secret Society Goods, Brian Demeter, Jelly Fresh Threads, Kicking Cones, and other local artists. That's right. 
a typewriter rental service. Now who's the crazy one high school guidance counselor? Back to the show. Cosmo on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Boom, boom. Shaboom. Shaboom. From the album something. I forgot Space to look cookies. at that. Space cookies. That's the, it should be, if I named episodes, that would be the name of this episode. Totally. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree. Special guest, Robin Hoffman. I'm about to release her back out into the world. And the world thanks you. Is the world ready? <laughs> is the question. Not usually. Uh, Robin, you are on or going to be on four days a week doing shows on Facebook. Yeah, when you Thank put you it that way, that. it yeah. sounds pretty busy. If people want to connect with you, uh, one thing to note, which I unfortunately made the mistake of and I apologize for, is the spelling of your last name. Ooh. Hoffman, H-O-F-M-A-N-N. So you think there's going to be two F's and one N. There are two F's and, well, technically there's three N's because there's one in Robin. Robin. Okay. And there's two O's, but man is spelled with A and two N's and Robin is with one N and an I. You just confused me and I know how to spell my name. Do you? I do usually. Great. Usually. Wonderful. But you can look her up uh, by searching for chat with me. Yes. By searching for Bake With Me. Yes. And then by searching for... Lunch Ooh. Laughs Live. I'm so glad because I was about to say it. It's just so much alliteration. It, I love alliteration. Yes. I'm familiar with your work. <laughs> I followed you for some time. Uh, but anywhere else we can follow, support, show what uh, we're made of. You can follow on Instagram under okay. Hoffie's Heart, which is... Really deceiving because Hoffman does have one F, but when I spell it Hoffies, I put in two Fs because, you know, grammar. I don't know. Because <laughs> grammar. I like that. That's a good reason. Well, I mean, according to the AP Style Guide, yes, Hoffman is spelled with one F and two Ns, and then Hoffie is spelled with, with two, two Fs. Fs. Yeah, so you're just going by AP Style. I just have to do it right. If we were doing MLS, you would have something else entirely, <laughs> but that's what we're doing just a couple of minutes left. Uh, I just wanted to ask this one last question before we go, because I like to ask this of all people. Okay. When you were coming out of high school, Deltona High School, what was your expectation and what actually happened? Wow. Yeah. What was my expectation? My expectation was to always help people. It is something I have done since be, uh, being a child and something I always wanted to do. So it, I did not know exactly what capacity that was going to be in. But when I was in college and I was taking a behavior therapy class, that's when I realized behaviors, human behavior fascinated me. And that's where I wanted to be. So you did a psychology degree? Correct. But applied behavior therapist, applied behavior analyst, what exactly is that for people who may not be familiar with that? Yes. So when I became a certified behavior analyst, I would go into either classrooms or people's homes and help them with their children's behaviors. So I would teach parents how to do run behavior programs so that their child could be most successful. And I did that in the classrooms as well. Does that take, um, so obviously it's one line of psychology. Does that take a uh, very specific mindset in order to do well? 
I mean, absolutely. Um, most of the time when you go into a home or even the classroom, it's the environment too. It's not just the child's behavior. It's what's going on and how they're being handled currently. So it is kind of a little challenging to look at a parent or even a teacher and say, you know, this is how you should be handling this behavior. But it was great and it helped me so much as a parent. Mm -hmm. My poor children grew up with graphs and charts (laughs) and uh, rewards and and things taken away from them, you know, all those kinds of things. But it actually, you know, I always say I would have been lost as a parent had I not gone through the education and the um, experience that I had. Okay, so I'm going to have to have you back because now I'm realizing that I want to talk for another hour about that. Awesome. But we have to leave <laughs> and turn you it over. Me out? Yes. All right. Turn it over to the Orlando Theater Hour. So we'll play a song called All Get Out. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the band name. All Get Out <laughs> with Come and Gone. Man, I need to be better at this. You're listening. You have been listening to a certain degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Let's shake hands because I think that makes for good radio. Very yes. nice. Oh, Everybody very dainty. Do you like that? Well, well I, I mean, my because I've been dainty. sweating. You gave me this pop quiz that that uh, put me into deep sweats. So, stay tuned for the Orlando Theater Hour and anything you can, any advice for deep sweats. Please send that over to Robin Hoffman. Thank you, Robin. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. <laughs> And that's the show. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. Where do you go from here? Tell your friends about how awesome this episode was. Subscribe to the show wherever you subscribe. Also check out toacertaindegree.com. That's T-O-A, certaindegree.com. Just a reminder that this episode and every episode is recorded live on WPRK 91.5 FM. You can listen every Monday at 7 a.m. on your radio or streaming on the internet. That's when shows are at their peak freshness. Thanks for listening. I'll truly miss our little talks. 